Body form, body form for you. Hello, and welcome to episode 52 of the Stu and Al pod with him, Stu. And me, Al. <laughs> we get it wrong every week. Hey, we're like two bloody Ronnies, ain't we, Stu? Yeah. Good night from him. And it's good night from that but me and him. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. Yes. Hey, Stu, what are you up to? Oh, yeah, listen, that. Uh, I went good. to York. Went to York recently. Oh yeah, how was how was your trip to York? Very good, very good. Went to go place, dungeons, uh, museum, tapas. Yeah, calamari. Tapas. No, ta- I think it's tapas, which is Spanish for all of the food. Oh right, is it? Got a steak. Well, hey, still, steak. I, I went to a uh, went to a gentleman's club once. And it was chucked out for tapas. Right. He's not allowed to touch the dancers. Ah, gentlemen's club. I understand. Yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> go on, Stu, what you got to tell us? Uh, yeah, just now, just this and that. I found out a fun fact about umbrellas this week, actually. You found out what? Found out a fact about umbrellas. Oh, yeah, go on then. Yeah, so originally, um, he just wanted to call it Brella. But he, uh, he hesitated. Brilliant. We've got another edition of Wogan's Island for you. Wogan's Island. Wogan's Island for you. See, that body form um, advert worked well at the start, didn't it? That's, that's not going to be the theme tune. Mm-hmm. need to work on that. We need a jingle for it, but we're not having that. Okay. Now, here's the tape. Thank you. Click. Hello, everyone. Teddy Wogan here. And welcome again to Wogan's Island. Is he in Wales? Yes. <laughs> Welcome this week to the Giant's Causeway. A load of stones slammed down to lure a giant into having a punch-up. Myths are not true, of course, but it was Ireland's first and only UNESCO World Heritage Site here in Ireland, where I'm from. Some facilities at the site, including parking, a small visitor information service, which isn't free, by the way. Uh, otherwise, pedestrian access is unrestricted. Fergus is on the parking today and he's been doing a grand job, so he has. Uh, jo- <coughs> uh, uh, join us next week when we'll be coming live from a ghost haunt at uh, Kilmainham Gull, which is Very a jail. Excellent. Well done. Thank well, you. Let's see if that pays uh-huh. I'm Terry Morgan, children in need. Speaking about new features, I've got a new feature for you. All right. Uh, it's called Travels with Bruce Forsyth. Oh, that travels with Arnie. But are you ready? It's very, it's a very quick theme, um, quick, quick one. But you might also want to have a go after me. So you ready? Okay. Yeah. Hello, Brucey. Where are you this week? I'm in a Russian gulag. Oh, and what's it like? Marvelous. Thank you, Bruce. Same time next week. See, it's a good feature, isn't it, Steve? Yeah. Nice. I like it. Do you want to have a go? Yeah, you got him. Got it. I thought you were asking me. Oh, do you want me to ask you? Hello, Brucey. Yeah. Where are you this week? Uh, I think I'm in someone's pantry. And what's it like? It smells of cheese. I know it's just supposed to be mar. He just said, it says marvel. It's the, the point of it. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. Horrible. Let's, do it, let's, let's do it again then. Do it again. Uh, ready? Take two. Yeah. Hello, Brucey. Where are you this week? Uh, I believe I'm in someone's pantry. And what's it like? Marvelous. Excellent. Well done. <laughs> Brilliant. So Actually, that's that sticking around for a long time. Uh, Al, so I got 
thrown out of uh, church last Sunday, didn't I? Again? No, not not again. What for? Uh, well, it was in York this time. Um, I got chucked out because I said that Jesus had a lisp. Yeah, yeah, it's a real slap in the face. Oh God, a real slap in the face. Faith, brilliant. Well, anyway, Stu, uh, did you get rid of those mice? The what? Sorry, I heard you had uh, a mice infestation the other day. No, I think you said you did. Oh yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, yeah. You got rid of them though, yeah. Yeah, good, good. Do you know why they have small balls? No. Very few of them dance. Oh, very good. Right, let's get on with it. It's time Not for free, yeah. Top three, yeah. Top three. In each episode, me and Al have a different subject each episode to discuss our top three things about a random thing, you know. Hello. Alex, if I was to say to you, what are your top three mirrors? Mirrors? Yeah, mirrors. Um, the um, House of Mirrors, so like the one at Funfair. Yep. Um, um, mirrors, mirror, mirror on the wall um, yep. from Sleeping, Be- Sleeping Beauty. Uh, uh, no White. Yeah. And the mirror in the third changing room of Top Man in the 1990s. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Top mirror. Yeah. I would have gone for um, daily Sunday, and this one I'm sitting in front of here. Excellent. So, Stu, on the last episode, it was your choice for it this was. episode's top three, and you went with uh, top three Oasis songs. God, this was difficult. Yeah, I tell you what, Stu, I went with I. I what I did is I, I went on um, Amazon uh, Music. And I put Oasis and I just clicked on every song that I knew and then quickly made a snap decision. So mine could change easily within the next 24 hours. Yeah, it was a very uh, difficult one. I've got about 15 honourable mentions on this. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's a lot of songs as well that, that you kind of forget about. Um, and then you hear and you go, oh, yeah, I really like that one, actually. So, mm. so Sue, do you want me to go first? Yeah, fine. Okay, uh, my number three, Stu, is the 1997 hit, Do You Know What I Mean? Do you know what I, you know what I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this was from the album Be Here Now. It uh, charted at number one in the UK, plus number one in Finland, Ireland and Spain. Perfect. Viva España. Uh, I, re- <laughs> I really like this quote from uh, Noel Gallagher. He said... I was going to make up some profound statement for the chorus, uh, but I couldn't come up with anything, <laughs> which I think is brilliant. <laughs> but it's, I just like this song. The video was great for it as well. It was just one of those songs that I absolutely love, still love it now. And as soon as I hear the starting music to it, I just think, yes, I love this song. It's, I don't know about you, Stu, but when I was listening to a lot of the Oasis songs, a lot of them are quite long tracks. Like they're yeah. like a lot of them are five minutes, or five or six minutes, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, which is quite long for um, sort of that sort of music. But yep, yeah, I'm going to go with. Do you know what I mean? Is my number three. So Stu, oh, I've gone for Aquarius. Oh, it's a great song. That was difficult to leave that one out. Yeah, man. My well, it did go out for a bit and then it come back in again. So yeah, so Aquarius. Uh, it's also the word for alchemist in French. That's oh, I did a bit yeah. digging there. Yeah, we. Oui. Uh, it was released in 1995 on the, some might say, B-side. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, Noel wrote this song on the way to the studios for the recording of Definitely Maybe, and it's a song they regularly include on tour. Yeah. That and when they cover Bye Bye Baby from the base of the rollers. Oh, yeah. Bye Bye Baby. baby. Always on the, uh, on the hit list. Excellent. So happy for that one. My number two, Stu. I wanted to go for a, a bit of a slower track, and there was a couple that I really liked, um, but I've gone with this one. I've gone for, again off the Be Here Now album for, in 1997. I've gone for Stand By Me. Yeah, okay. In the night, it's gone. Oh, no, that's uh, not that version. Is that's it? Stand By Me. Yeah, but, but I mean Stand By Me. So, oh. Yeah, Stand By Me by Oasis. Uh, only made number two in the UK charts. Um, only? Only. <laughs> well, it wasn't number one. And uh, again, another great story, which I think these always make them sound like they're made up. But Noel Gallagher wrote this song when he was suffering from food poisoning. So basically, he'd moved to London. His mum was worried that he wasn't eating right. So he'd um, he cooked a Sunday lunch um, and it had made him sick. And hence the opening line, made a meal and threw it up on Sunday. And that's true. I, I can't believe that's true, but it is. It's uh, life imitating art. My number two, I've gone for Rock and Roll Star. Yeah, another one. Another the one. first track on the debut album, definitely, maybe. It's a good one, isn't it, eh? It's good one, ain't it? The intro. Outstanding. Get yeah. your like that. Oh, I'm ready for this one, lads. Go on. Go on, lads. First time I listened to this track was the first time I listened to that album. And actually, any song of theirs. Yeah. That's like, oh, these are good, aren't they? Yeah. The love for Oasis stemmed from there. Still, I've got a quick joke um, about Oasis, if you'd like it before we carry on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave a lift to Liam Gallagher the other day, um, and someone uh, cut me up, and I, uh, when I got in front of them, I was swearing at my rearview mirror, and he said, don't look back in anger. Uh... So anyway, my number one, Stu, <laughs> um, I've gone with cigarettes and alcohol. Oh, yes. It's the 1994 track from Definitely Maybe. Uh, was only charted at number seven, Stu, in the UK Ooh, chart. Disappointing. Uh, Noel said, oh, no, but it's also spent during its time 79 weeks in the chart. Oof. It's insane. Um, it, Noel says it proclaims the appeal of um, cigarettes and alcohol as a remedy to working class life. So it's quite Can't argue that. Yeah. So that's my number one, Stu. Cigarettes and air, gal. Go on, then you go. Uh, my number one, Alex, is Rocking Chair. Good song. Good, good song. Another B side. Uh, if you listen to the uh, live version on YouTube, whether in Bournemouth, um, you will find there is no better song from okay. Oasis on that. Yep. And on that bombshell. <laughs> right, do you want my honorable mentions or do you want me to go through the. Uh... I'll go to the socials first. Socials. Socials. Very popular. Uh, so we'll start out with the um, people we met in London, if you remember. Uh, London? Oh, yeah. Stacey and Floyd from Suffolk. Hello, if you're out there. Uh, Stacey picked Champagne Supernova, Cigarettes and Alcohol and Wonderwall. Yep. Now, Wonderwall is a great song when you listen to it. And Floyd picked Champagne Supernova, She's Electric and Cigarettes and Alcohol. Yeah, She's Electric was difficult to leave <laughs> out. Cigarettes and alcohol is very um, popular. Uh, we've got Omar, the London doorman who was a West Ham fan. Yes. 
He only picked uh, Wonderwall. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Little Ticks. New to the show? Little Ticks. Little Ticks, yes. Okay. Um, she's gone for Cast No Shadow, Cigarettes and Alcohol, and Slide Away. Yeah. Slide Away. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Frank has gone for Supersonic, Live Forever, and Don't Look Back in Anger. Yep. That was on your joke. Yeah, was in my joke, wasn't it? Dirk yep. has gone for Slide Away, some might say, Rock and Roll Star. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Uh, honorable mentions, Live Forever, Talk Tonight, Aquarius, and Supersonic. Yeah. Chris Comrath tried to play Silly Boogers and do Blur songs for a start. Yeah, he bloody did. But then he changed it to Champagne Supernova, Do You Know What I Mean, and Fade In Out. Fade yep. In, Flash Out. Uh, Gav did the same, and uh, we've not got anything from Gav, because he just named Blur songs, and I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Brendeltron. Stand By Me, some might say, Live Forever. Yep. Not telling a story there, I'm just listing his tracks. Excellent. <laughs> uh, G. Don't Look Back in Anger. You know what I mean, and the master plan. Yep. Uh, she had explanations for them all, but I didn't write them down. D Dog. D Dog. D Dog, yep. Uh, he's gone for Stop Crying Your Heart Out. That's it. Yep. Okay. Australian Dan. Bring it on down. That's a banger. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes and alcohol, and Dixie's dinner. Yep. Okay, so we've got Cult Connections. Uh, the one that sounds like the Beatles, which I imagine is I Am the Walrus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that sounds like Slade, must be Come and Feel the Noise. And the one that sounds like T-Rex, which would be Cigarettes and Alcohol. Excellent. Ah, it's very popular, isn't it? Cigarettes and Alcohol. Very popular. Hey, everyone likes Cigarettes and Alcohol, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got some new people out. Uh, it's the Diabolical Team. Evil Schemes Done Better at Diabolical Pod. Yeah. So in each episode of their show, they take a film and dissect it. Don't plug that. They plugged us. Oh, they probably will next time. Yeah, got, someone's got to start the ball rolling, haven't they? Yeah. Ball rolling. Right. 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 How's it going, lads? So there's four of them. You've got Adam T. Uh, he picked Let's All Make Believe. Never heard of that song before yeah. until he um, brought it forward. I listened to it about 10 times now, and it's... Um, as Jim Bowen would say, Super Smashing Great. That's a cracker. That's Frank Carson. I know. <laughs> uh, he picked that. Talk Tonight and Rock and Roll Star. Yep. Uh, Craig Morris has gone for Cigarettes and Alcohol, Married with Children, and Bonehead's Bank Holiday. Yep. Uh, they said someone called Ben's on the show, but he didn't chime in. Yep. And then you got uh, Jesus of Gazareth. What a name. Yeah. Who said that he doesn't like Oasis? He couldn't care less. Brilliant. May more? No. Good. <laughs> I've got honourable mentions though, Al. Go on then. Can I do it like Ace Ventura? Just do it. Come on. What's going on this? So Shadow, hello, hey now, morning glory, don't go away. Do you know what I mean? Stand by me, bring it on down. Dig dinner, marry with children, a bell will ring. That was going to be number four. Bell will ring. Uh, let's all make believe, little by little, some might say, talk tonight, go let it air, stop crying your heart out, cigarettes and alcohol, half the world away, live forever, slide away, the master plan, supersonic, and 
our title track for the show. Fucking in the bushes. I think that whole album, um, is it standing on the shoulders of giants, was um, was better than I think a lot of people thought it was. I really like Sunday Morning Call, Stu. Yes. That was a good song. Um, that's, I think that's my honourable mention because I think that's probably the only one that's not been mentioned. Okay. Thank you for your contribution to that. So it's my top three for the next episode. Stu. Yo. Uh, I watched something on uh, a couple of these the other day and I thought, oh, I wonder what Stu's thoughts on these are so on the next episode Stu, i would like your top three conspiracy theories oh my god you know what's funny we're actually talking about a conspiracy theory today yeah which one was it is it titanic i'll uh, tell you when we stop recording so make fun of that person privately so if you would like to contribute in the next episode and tell us your favorite conspiracy theories then why not get in contact we are still in our pod at gmail.com or at StuAndOurPod on Twitter and Instagram. So it could be anything. The Titanic, Dogs can't look up. The moon landing. That, yeah, dogs can't look up. Anything like that. Whatever your favourite ones are. So the that, moon, What do you mean the moon landing? You know, the moon landing conspiracy theory. Uh, I remember them landing on the moon. Yeah, well, Stu, you, you know what? You're going to go down a rabbit hole with these ones. I've watched loads of the- like programmes. Nah, no, they landed because they had that thing in Australia right. that was packing. Well, no, we're not talking about it this week. It's for next episode. <sighs> so that was top three. And now it's time for Nineties Corner. Nineties Corner. In each episode, Stu and I are going through the 90s and discussing right. our favourite film, single and pop culture moment from each year. We are yep. on 1996 now, and we are at the single of 1996. But before we continue, Stu, on the last episode, we put forward our 1996 films. What? You haven't got the we didn't do a poll. You didn't do a poll? We didn't do it. We didn't pick them. No, not, not we didn't do it. You didn't do it. No, we didn't pick the films to go in the poll. We just yeah, we did. We didn't he? We didn't he? What, we skipped past 90s corner? No, we did tonight's corner, but we didn't do the um, we didn't decide on what films to put in the poll. Oh, bloody hell, that's your fault. It's not my fault, but it ain't mine. We did, we said sleep, we said sleepers, another one, and then two others. You just didn't write them down. Bloody hell, sorry, listeners. Uh, looks like because what were the other films? Well, don't matter now, don't look at it now. Let's let's crack on. I've just seen if we actually did the poll, but we didn't. Bloody hell. Yep, no, we didn't do it. My bad. So apologies, listeners. We didn't do a poll for the 96 movie. Uh, maybe, Stu, you can put that poll up as well as this one for next episode. Nah. Yes. Oh, on. Right, so my favourite single, <laughs> Stu, from the year 1996 is uh, Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. That's a good song. It's a good song, isn't it? Uh, originally, Stu, was a song by Lurie Lieberman in 1971. Yep. Uh, but uh, the Fugees made up of Lauren Hill, Wycliffe Jean and Praz Mitchell. Was it Praz? I can't remember. It's Praz. Uh, off their second album, uh, it, it won the Grammy, Stu, for the best vocal performance by a group slash duo. Uh, it's a great song. I love Killing Me Softly. It's an absolute banger of a tune. Huzzah! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I completely agree. It's a good song. I went with uh, Australia by the Manic Street Preachers. 
I'm designed for... No. Okay. I did Australia. Yeah. I don't know that song. Oh, yeah. Well, Australia. Yeah. And tell us a little I don't have anything to say about it. It's this episode, man. What? <laughs> this episode's gone to shit. It ain't. Right, go on then. It's a good song, Australia. Yeah. My favourite one. Is that it? Yeah. Go on then, what the listeners said. Um, so we've got quite a good selection now. So it's going to be a good poll this week. Yeah. Little Ticks. Uh, she has gone for Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. Kezzy oh. G, Don't Look Back in Anger. Yep. He went with Follow You Down by Jim Blossoms. Yeah. Uh, Gav went with Tonight Tonight by The Smashing Pumpkins. Great song. Dirk, Balls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. Woo Ha by Buster Rhymes. And Day We Took the Train, Oh She Could Have Seen. That's a great song. Yeah. Australian Dan, Free Lions. Yeah. Uh, Triple H, Unbreak My Heart. <laughs> Keith, Missing, Everything But The Girl. Grant Zepanik, welcome to the show, Grant. Welcome to the great last name. Zepanik, that's a good name, isn't it? Mm. Uh, El Scorcho by Weezer. Yep. The Diabolical Crew did the Firestarter by uh, Prodigy, and Brendotron also did Firestarter by Prodigy. And that's it. So Firestarter had two votes, didn't it? Yeah. I think the Rage Against Machine song had two votes. Yeah. So it's got to be those. I would have said three lions, but if two people have voted for others, so we go with those two and R2. And Paul yeah. will go up on Twitter. R2, hopefully. those two. Star hopefully, Wars. Hopefully the bloody Paul will go up on Twitter this week, won't it, Steve? Yeah, I'll try and remember, yeah. Yeah. Stu, I've got some honourable mentions, if that's all right. If you want. Wanna Be by the Spice Girls. Crap. Uh, Spaceman by Babylon Zoo. Better. Two Become One by the Spice Girls. Nope. Return of the Mac. Yep. Who Are Just a Little Bit by Gina G. Who Are. Children by Robert Miles. How Deep Is Your Love by um, Take That. Harry Manilow. Words by Boys Own. Oh, God. <laughs> we said these were honourable. Stu, Robson and Jerome, What Becomes of the Broken Hearted. Oh, uh, yeah, one of the finer ones. <laughs> Ready or Not by the Fugees also came out that year. The Macarena, Stu. Who? The Macarena. Ah. Also came out. <laughs> Um, You're Gorgeous by Baby Bird. Oh, yeah. Um, Flavor by Peter Andre. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not and, a chance. Um, Insomnia by Faithless. Ah, that's good. Good recovery. So, there's my honorable mentions. Very good. Mm. Still to come, it's Fight Club versus Foot Soldier 4 Marbella in Tits Up. Al takes a trip to the Bag of Nails this week. I do. What are you ruining? Can't tell you yet. Ah, it's a top secret. Uh, find out what uh, Rob Flynn is up to these days when he's not doing his machine head tours. Yeah. Uh, John Lennon imagines more. Mike reads back more tips. Now here's you with an advert. Al, quick note to yourself. Remember to put the theme song on for this uh, this uh, feature. Well done. Leave well that done, in if you remembered. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's The heat wave brought record-topping temperatures to the UK. People struggled to cope with the heat. 
That's why at Channel 5, we've commissioned a six-part documentary, Old People Die in Hot Car, Diggins. <laughs> oh, that. That's such a good title, isn't it? <laughs> well, 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 I was... Uh, Oh, it was, it was 40 degrees, uh, and I, I was going to meet my friend Dolly for a cafeteria slice of cake. Um, to stay cool, um, I just wore the one cardigan, a uh, heavy blouse, along with my corduroy skirt and winter boots. Uh, I had to turn back to get my summer coat to keep the chill at bay. I was spending the day pottering in the garden, so to keep cool, I just popped on my Sunday best. A grey heavy suit, tie, thermal socks, and long johns. I only stayed out for five minutes before getting an overcoat and a woolly hat and scarf. You can't be too, too safe in these hot temperatures. And we all remember the summer of 1976 when it was really warm, don't we? Back then, I had to take my suit jacket off for two Oof. minutes. <laughs> That's old people die in hot car, diggins, this Thursday on Channel 5. Needs a better title. That's a great <laughs> And now it's time for the news. In each episode, Stu gives us a couple of news stories, one made up, one he's found somewhere on Tintoweb or something, and I have to guess which one's made up. It'll also bring Dr. Doris in again, I assume, travel yeah. with Arnie, and maybe some sport and weather. So, Stu. Yes. Yeah. Ah, your headlines. Ooh, like that. William Shatner. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, Noel Gallagher scared when walking along Brighton Beach this week because it was sunny and he cast no shadow. Yeah, good. I like that. Liam Gallagher defines the proper use of a bell. He says a bell will ring. Yeah. And talks of an Oasis reunion reached fever pitch this week when the band... And the Gallaghers were all spotted in the bag of nails, having a right laugh. The relationship is healing now, little by little. Oh. Hey, Stu, before we continue, my sister was down the bag of nails this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was in London. She sent me a picture and said, look where London? I am. She was, in, she was in bag of nails. Good. Yeah. I'm glad we're getting the uh, word out for them. We can probably start charging for advertising at some point. Yeah. Good, though, Al. Uh, on a more serious note now, story number one. A chess robot broke a seven-year-old boy's finger during a match at the Moscow Open this week in Russia. Russia? The match took place last week according to Sergei Lazarev, who is the president of the Moscow Chess Federation. He said, the robot broke the child's finger. This, of course, is bad. Actual recording, that. How was it? Uh, the robot was rented by us. It has been exhibited in many places for a long time with specialists, he explained to me. <laughs> uh, the child made a move, and after that, we need to give time for the robot to answer. But the boy hurried. The robot grabbed him. We have nothing to do with the robot. Nothing to do with us. I think the boy... that this is just the beginning of the robot apocalypse, too. It sounds like iRobot, doesn't it? Yeah. Um... Uh, it's not clear whether any safety instructions were issued to the boy before playing the robot. But, I mean, all you could have said was, don't rush him, take a, take your move, and then wait for him. Yeah. All of this could have been avoided. A video uh, to show the incident was shared on the social media app Telegram. During the video, the robotic arm, which appears to have a gripping tool at the end, 
seems to pinch the boy's finger as he quickly responds to the robot's move. The child played the very next day, finished the tournament in a cast, and the volunteers helped to record the moves. Nice. Yeah. Boy's parents intend to contact the prosecutor's office, though, uh, saying the Moscow Chess Federation would try to help them. The robot operators apparently will have to think about strengthening protection so that this situation doesn't happen again. I mean, I'm on the robot side, to be honest. Yeah. If the Didn't kid we have a similar story rushing. to this a while ago? Eh? Didn't we have a similar story to this a while ago about a robot hurting someone? I don't think so. Mm. Could no. be. I know it was mentioned on Twitter this week, because I saw it when you, you and Gab were talking about it. Oh, so it's... Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. Um, oh, so no, oh, you're, like... you're actually putting one of the stories out that I retweeted. I uh, know. Actually, I found it on there, and then I saw it. I saw. I saw you lot talking about it afterwards. Yeah, and I was like, oh, "That's, so that's the, the real story, then." So, what's the fake one? Sorry, well, we don't know yet, do we? We don't <laughs> know if it's fake. It is. Well, whatever. Rob Flynn of Machine Head is to open a series of sports bars in the American Midwest. I look do you like Machine Head, Al? I like Machine Head. No, I don't know any of their songs. So I'm looking forward to this one. I can just say what I want this week, then. I just, I just laugh. At if, you, if you sort of nod when I should be I'll laughing. Wink. Yeah, wink and I'll, I'll laugh. Uh, his flagship bar, Devil with the King's Card, <laughs> opened this week. Floyd Flynn said, well, from this day forward, I vow to open five Gaffour. sports bars a year. The blood, the sweat, the tears. Lol. will go into these projects. And they'll all be top of the range. Yeah. Bring your bags of silver. Ruffle. And spend till you have nothing left. Ha ha ha. I defy that you'll find a better bar in the whole Midwest. Karaoke nights are on every Thursday. So if you have a desire to fire off some classics, then come on down. To get here, enter the Phoenix. Laugh. On Highway 45, turn left, left, cha, 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 cha. and it's two miles straight on from there. Can't wait to welcome you all here. Exhale the vial. <laughs> Brilliant, Stu. Love that. Very, very funny. So, is Rob Flynn actually opening sports bars, or did a robot try and maim a child in Russia? A robot attacked a child in Russia. Correct. Correct. Yes. You want a bit of sport, Al? Yes, please. Premier League's back, Stu. Premier League's back. Yes, it is. Nothing to do with our story, though. Nope. Nope. Uh, To Formula One, where a 100-year-old man, uh, he spent his entire life living next to an F1 track. His whole life. All 100 years. Uh, I asked him, uh, 100 years is a long time. Um, Has it had any impact on your life at all in any way? Uh, And then he took a minute to think, and then he just went, No! <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Please, that one, isn't you? <laughs> Hello, it's me, Doctor Doris. Different voice I had again. A patient in the other day. He said to me, "Doc, it hurts when I do this." So I said, "Well, don't do it then." <laughs> um, bit of news from uh, the world of business, now. Yeah. Uh, interesting story this week in the interesting story in the uh, business world this week. A Scottish terrier, you know the ones, they're dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dogs. So he walks into this bank 
and he sits at the desk of loan officer Patty Black. Yeah. Yeah. And he asked he asked her, "Am I eligible for a loan?" So Patty says, "Well, have you got any collateral?" And uh, the the terrier goes, well, "Actually, yeah, I do. I've got this um this porcelain figure that he gets out of his bag." Yeah. Patty says, "Oh, I'm not sure if I can accept that. Let me go check with the manager. Let me go check with the manager, <laughs> and I'll be right back." <laughs> Uh, so she calls the manager over. The manager inspects the uh, figure and he says, Yep, yep, it's fine. It's a knickknack, Patty Black. Give the dog a loan. <laughs> you know what, Stu? As soon as you said her name was Patty Black, I thought, How is he going to get knickknack, Patty Black, give a dog a bone in this? <laughs> and you did it. <laughs> uh, Travels with Arnie. Travels with Arnie. Yeah. After the hundredth time, walk in the corridors. Don't run angry this week isn't he yeah alex the weather is baking i've gone with today's weather it's it's bloody, bloody hot and i have got a right sweat on <laughs> still i always like it when people talk about the weather and um, when like if you've been on holiday, oh we had some weather yeah or if you've been on holiday and they go oh you should have stayed here it was 30 degrees like, yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking worked you donut <laughs> ah people oh, lovely stuff so, thank you, Stu. That was in the news. And now it's time for Dino- Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. Nah, nah, nah. Hi. In each episode, me and Stu give each other a film to watch. We're going through the alphabet. And we have to answer five questions on that film. It is currently, I think it's 3-1 to me. It is 3-1 to me at the minute. We are on the letter... F. F. Stu, I gave you the film Fight Club. I was nice this week. Yes. Fight Club. And you gave me? Uh, I gave you Foot Soldier 4 Marbella. Yes. Excellent film. No. <laughs> really wasn't. Still, I've got a good tagline for it. Do you Didn't even it? finish it, Al. Didn't even finish it. Oh, you should have. The end's great. Stu, my tagline. Do you want to hear it? Go on. Three absolute lads sniff, shank, and shag up Marbella. <laughs> You see, I'd watch it if I just heard that line. Yeah, I'd be horribly disappointed by how bad the films are. And I imagine they're all really shit. There's five of them. I don't want to find out. <laughs> and it's yours, Stu Fight Club. Have you got a tagline for it? Yep. Ed Norton thinks he's Brad Pitt. Meatloaf gets shot. Lots of soap. Oh, nice. Good. So, Stu, do you want to answer questions first? Uh, no, I'll, I'll ask you first. Okay. Alex, question number one. Pat goes to Marbella to hunt down who? Hunt down who? Yeah. Oh, it's that bloke and he's dead and he's been dead for two years. Um, yeah. Oh, bollocks. Um, <clears throat> where is it? Where is fucking... Uh, Terry? It's Frank Harris. Oh, Frank Harris, that's it. Where's Harris? Right, what, what are the names of the Pat's two henchmen? Terry, one of them's Terry. No. A what? No, sorry. Tony and Craig. Oh, Tony and Craig. Fuck's sake. Uh, Tony wants to get back to support which boxer? Nigel Ben. Yep. Uh, which county is Pat's nightclub? Essex. Yep. Uh, the name of the guy who offers Pat in on the drug deal. Oh. What deal for you, Pat? Pat, what deal for you? Is, is this the first guy that he meets and he gets drunk with? 
Yeah, so like he's like, I'll get you in on this deal. Um, Terry, I can't remember. Yes, Terry Fisher. I'll give you that. Was it really? Yeah, Terry Fisher. I knew there was a Terry in there somewhere. Good shot. Excellent. Thank you, Stu. So I scored three. Yep. Stu, here are your questions. At the start of the film, it is said that you mainly speak in what with a gun barrel in your mouth? You may what? Um, so I'll, I'll rephrase the question. Um, what do you mainly speak in with a gun barrel between your teeth? Mumbling? It's vowels. Ah. It's like the first, one of the first lines. I thought that was quite a good one. Um, Stu, what does Bob have? Bitch tits. Yeah. Yes, well done. <laughs> um, Stu, question three. Um, what is Ed Norton's name when he's at the group? What's on his name badge? Uh, I can't remember. It's Cornelius. Uh, question four. What doesn't make you a chicken? No. Go on, have a guess. Um, blowing up buildings. Oh, no. It's sticking feathers up your butt. Um, finally, question five. What cars are sold by the flight, Fight Club man, member? An American-style cars. What cars does he sell? A Chevy. It's Cadillacs. That is a Chevy. Same thing. All right, I'll give you that one then. <laughs> Stu, unfortunately, you scored two. Oh, bugger. Four one to me. So do you want your tiebreaker? Yeah, you got him. Uh, what colour is the van that has the bomb in it? White. Yes, well done. And yours was, how many prostitutes is, pla- is Pat planning on hiring? Well, Stu, actually, that's not from that um, film. That's from um, Rise of the Foot Soldier 3, which I realised when I watched Rise of the Foot Soldier 4. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Four prostitutes, but it's from because when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, that scene's not in it." So I went back. Five prostitutes. Five prostitutes. I went back and watched um, the start of Rise of the Foot Soldier three, and then realised it was the other film. So. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. So Stu, um, the next one is G. Now you're going to count yourself lucky here because I was going to give you gangster. Well, let me just find out what it was called. I was going to give you an actually absolutely horrific film. Um, but I changed it at the last minute. So what was it going to be? It was going to be, it was going to be called um, Gangsters, Gamblers and Geezers. Ah. Which is a very similar film to Rise of the Foot Soldier. So I thought you won't like that. Oh, good. But Thanks. I am going to give you, Stu, because I know you've not seen it, Ghostbusters 2016, which is available on Amazon Prime. You said you wouldn't do that. No, I didn't. I said I wouldn't give you it. I don't want that one, though. Well, that's what you've got. You've got Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, God. What's that on? It's on either Amazon Prime or Disney+. Plus. It's up to you. You can choose. Oh. So that's Prime or Disney. Nice. That's a I good film, anyway. I'd rather have that than yours. <laughs> hey, it's got um, the ladies of SNL in it. Yeah, but they're not funny in this. Here they are. So that was Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. And now it's time for Tales... Down a bag of nails. Who's going down a bag of nails today? Rabbit, 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 In each episode, me and Al take it in turns to go down to London's finest, the bag of nails. London? South West London. 
Uh, each week we make we meet a interesting character there. They tell us their life story, and uh, we record it. Al, you went this yes. week. How did you get on? I, I did. I had a great time to do. I met uh, a guy who um, Postman Pat was based on. Oh, what? You ruined Postman Pat. His name, Stu, is Pat Hemorrhage. It's <laughs> a good name, isn't it? Okay, so here's the tape. Uh, click. Hello, Stuart. My name's Pat. Pat Hemorrhage. And uh, I'm the actual... Uh, I've worked as a postman for 25 years, and the character of Postman Pat was based on me. <laughs> I was struck off still um, for being a randy old bugger and delivering <laughs> more than letters if you get my meaning. Do you get my meaning still? Talking uh, about yeah. that. I'll say yes, so you don't have to explain it. Uh, you know the theme song still for Postman Pat? It says, uh, letters through your door. Yep. Remember that bit? Yeah, yeah. I remember that bit. Well, my favourite part. That was actually from me, because that was the code word for do you want sex? <sighs> so what I'd do is I'd knock on the door still like this, and I'd say, let us through your door. I was in let us through your door. Yeah, sort of. What? what? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> if they said yes, then I'd say, I've got a large swollen package for you. Swollen. Meaning my knob. Yeah. Um, would you like it in the front, or would, be, you, would you like me to deliver it to you round the back? And by back, still, I mean anal sex. <laughs> Yes, I figured that. It's <laughs> a horrible so, person. So there's not much post in Greendale, which is no? the original village of Postman Pat, but was a real village that I worked in. Mm. So a lot of the time I used to deliver drugs for the local cartel. So right. what they do was I'd have that big van that you saw in the programme. There are only a handful of houses around, so I used to take drugs around, you know, cocaine, heroin, crack. Spies, all that kind of thing. Um, but one time I was skimming money off the top steward from the mafia, you know, the cartel. So what they did is they got my cat, Jess. You know Jess the cat, don't you? Yeah, I know the cat, yeah. And, <laughs> and they, <laughs> they tore Jess's legs off her oh, in front of me. One by one. It was horrific still. But don't worry, Jess survived for five minutes before she sort of died from blood loss. But, you know, it's all right to do it because she was a good cat. So lovely cat she was. <laughs> Just to be in the postman is a, a, an honourable pro 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 profession. But I loved it, really. I, I know, I love delivering letters. And by delivering letters, I mean sex. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, these things happen. And I lost my job. And I lost my family. You know what? Ah. Ginger-haired kid that was my lad. <laughs> Angry kid. He's a light little cunt, wasn't he? I don't want to see him no more, Stuart. He don't want to see me anymore. But ah. that's the way it is. But still, uh, if you ever... Remember, if there's ever a knock at the door and the, do and the postman says, I've got a package for you, remember, he's after the sex. All right. All right. So I'll leave that with you. 
Gee, that's nice, wouldn't it, Steve? Yeah, great. Real postman Pat. Got a lovely voice, isn't he? Lovely speaker. Yeah, haunting. So, next episode, Stu will get down the bag of nails and we'll see who we'll meet. We've not had a, uh, had a uh, Borealis for, the, for quite some time. Well, it's funny you should say that. Excellent. So, that was Tales Down the Bag of Nails. And now let's head to Mike Reed's Top Tips. Hello, lad. In each episode, Stu finds a cassette with a couple of tips from Mike Reed before he popped his clogs. So Stu, this is the cassette. Very nice. And click. Hello, lads. Me, Mike Reed, again with another couple of tips to get you through life. Number one, avoid people thinking you're vegan, but in supermarkets, by always buying Vaseline if you're going to buy a cucumber as well. (laughs) Very good. And number two, and and sorry, my voice went a bit funny there. Number two, on a date but can't remember their name, simple, take them to Starbucks. (laughs) Very good. See you later, lads. See you later, Mike. Thank you, Mark. Well, there we go. It's been John, a John been Lennon, a... Alex. John oh, Lennon. Sorry, go on. Do your bloody John Lennon. Thank you. You don't like this, do you? <laughs> That's all right. Just features in for yourself. It's me, John Lennon, and I've imagined some more. I always said we were the best band. Ringo liked to play in the sand. George was in course. Paul built a fort. And I wrote, I want to hold your hand. <laughs> Very Thank good. you. Very good. So that brings to a close the uh, a very chaotic episode. With yeah. uh, still not got over that pollster of not putting the films on the fucking Twitter. Bloody. You're hell. still moaning about that. And you've had an extra week because we released that special episode last week. I've been busy, mate. You ain't been that busy. So, Stu, what, um, what I've realised is we're at episode 52 and I haven't done my quiz from episodes 40 to 49 for you. All right. There's 52 cards in a deck. True. So, Stu, would you like your quiz? Five yep. questions from the last 10 episodes. What do I win? Pardon? What do I win? Fuck all. Ah. Stu, question one. Who, in episode 40... Did I do a fictional story on In the News? Oh, is this where we swapped? This is where we swapped. Who was my fictional story? Oh, God. What band was it? It wasn't Hugh Grant, was it? No, it was Blur. Blur. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Question two. In episode 42, who had a new burger joint in Al's ads? Christopher Walken? No, it was Willem Dafoe, because remember, he was... uh, who are you going to bring, Willem? Peter! <laughs> <laughs> we should give... like go off on a tangent on that as well. Yeah. Peter! We also give some money to charity. Willem, which charity would we give money to? <laughs> Peter! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did loads. Yeah. Uh, question three, Stu. In episode 43, which Batman character didn't get one single vote for favourite Batman characters? Which high-profile Batman? Val Kilmer. No, it was Batman. No one oh. said their favourite Batman character was. Batman. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's Batman. Uh, question four, Stu. In episode forty-five, what was Uncle Dorigay's quiz about? Pants. Yeah, it was about underpants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
And finally, question five in episode 49. What was different about the episode? 45? 49. Well, we had um, three special guests on and we recorded yeah, well, it in Leeds. Too. Well done. Stu, would you like another... Um, should we have another go at um, Bruce Forsyth? Where, where's Bruce... Travels with Bruce Forsyth? No, I want to do... Um, well, hold on. Let me, I've got one. Let me have a go. All right. <laughs> Hello, Bruce. Who are you today? I'm down a well that's been filled out with cement. And how is it? Marvellous. <laughs> Brucey. Uh, Willem Dafoe, I've just wrote out the national anthem for Hungary, but I wrote it very quick. How do you like it? Do it neater! <laughs> no, the punchline's got to be Peter. No, I thought we swapped it around with rhyming. Uh, Willem, Willem, I'm thinking of a famous footballer from the 80s and 90s, last name Beardsley. Can you remember what his first name was? Peter! <laughs> <laughs> Willem, Willem, Willem. You know, if a fire sort of dies away, what would you say that it's something out? It, it peters out. <laughs> Willem, I've um, got one of them badges that gets me into many places for free. Uh, it was used to be on CBBC. It was blue. Peter! <laughs> Excellent. Well... If you would like to contribute to our top three in the next episode, which is top three conspiracy theories, or you would like to tell us your um, favourite pop culture moment from the year 1996 for 90s Corner, please do get in contact, stewandalpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at stewandalpod. So Wait, that, I've got one more. I've got go one on. more. Uh, Willem Dafoe, Head of Mirrors just turned up to your new restaurant, but she's really tired and would like to um, get to her table. Cedar! <laughs> Very good. <laughs> right, say goodbye, Stu. Bye, bye, bye. Bye. <laughs> Meter! <laughs> bye. <laughs>